Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Voice Spark Live, the only show that focuses heavily on the your favorite voice assistant and mine, Alexa. And hopefully we won't say that again during this broadcast, but if we do, be sure to mute your devices or fill the wrath. All right, everybody. How's everybody doing this week? Doing great. Feeling great. Awesome, awesome. AJ, nice. Team Voice Spark Unite. Looks like we got four people online. If you can read the ticker down below, we sure would enjoy your uh, enjoy it. If you could go over to uh, Voice Spark, Alexa, and more on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. Um, now we got five people. God bless America. And six. So instead of me giving the play by play, here's what we got cooking up for tonight's show. First thing we have is Beach Tycoon. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to go into Electric Chateaus, Buzz Off, Speak Freely Device. And we're going to be joined by the CEO, uh, Darren Humphrey, who's joining us from Orlando. So uh, we got a pretty exciting show for you guys tonight. Uh, Yesterday or last week was a channel update. So I hope everybody checked that out. And uh, let's go over to AJ. AJ, do you got any news? Oh, lost AJ. Ben, lost you got AJ. any news? Um, just been working through different use cases this week for uh, Howl, which is really uh, a lot of fun. Uh, cool. Specifically voice in the car, which was really, really cool and fun to play around with. Uh, different emergency use cases and whatnot for, for what I do during my day job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's about it. And listen to a lot of uh, Mark Rebillet. I think that's how you say his name, Rebillet. Rebillet. So I, I figured I'd give him a shout out because uh, I, he doesn't know me, and I, okay. I know his work. And uh, I feel like AJ would love this guy if uh, he was back on here, uh, just because uh, he is a mixed master of uh, you know songs in less than a minute. <laughs> nice, nice. That's my news for the week. Awesome. So hopefully AJ will join us back here at any moment. But while he's doing that and uh, washing his hair, uh, I just... (laughs) Me, man. (laughs) Oh, here he is. He's coming back. He's coming back. AJ's coming back. There he is. Hey, brother. What's up? Can you hear me? He's stuck in that position. That is a funny. That is a funny face. Someone, everyone needs to screenshot that and tweet that out to Voice Bar, please. Yeah, whoever takes the screen <laughs> screenshot AJ's face and tweet it back to us. Okay, so um, one of the things I wanted to hammer on real quick before we got into the skill review for this week was we're running a contest now. The, the only entry for this contest is to go over and check out our channel on YouTube. So the bottom line is is that if you check out the channel, you're automatically um, you're automatically uh, roped into our contest, and what we're giving away is one of these devices, Ooh. which is a battery pack for an Echo Show or a Echo Show, an Echo Dot third generation. So, um, so we're giving this away, and uh, right now we're up to I think 22 entries Ooh. now. Yeah, so we're doing pretty good. Now, be advised, it's only for people living in the, the lower 48 states. 
I am not and will not send this to anybody living in Alaska or anybody living in Sri Lanka. I just can't do it. What? Why are you so against people in Sri Lanka, Nick? Come on. I'm I'm not, but the post office yeah. will run me through the ringer if I try to send this anywhere besides the lower 48. So, That's true. With that being said, if you want a battery pack for your Echo, uh, for your um, Dot third generation, uh, go over and check out the description uh, for this post. And the first one will be a link to our contest. And there should be another link on there for Darren's giveaway. Darren Humphrey, our guest tonight, will be giving away a T-shirt and also a... Um, We'll be giving away a t-shirt and a buzz off to one lucky person. So you've got two things that you could possibly win. This contest ends on the 17th. Darren's, I'm not sure the timetable on that, but we can ask him in a couple minutes. Yeah. So, uh, Ben, with that being said, did you have a chance to check out Beach Tycoon? I did. I kind of loved it. I kind of loved it. I thought it was really a lot of fun. And, um, you know, we've been checking out a lot of games lately. And I think, you know, we're in a really kind of interesting state. This game reminded me of like kind of a Gen 1 of, a, you know, a Supercell or a, um, uh, or, you know, like kind of a, a Sims type of game where, you know, you build what you build and you come back and things have happened since you've been gone. It's really, really kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, got in there and uh, I think you was it you or AJ that might have brought it up and Luigi was really man, he was really tough to follow as far as the characters <laughs> go. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I really, really enjoy some of the characters and uh, what, what, what you actually can do and build and you have a bank and you can, you know, uh, spend as little or as much as you want. Um, it was really, really a lot of fun and really, really enjoyed it. But I think this is a really great first step for games like that where you can kind of come back and see what has transpired since you left. Um, and uh, it really reminded me of some of like the, the, you know, pretty early generation, I guess, of Supercell games and some of the other games that are out there. But it's voice, which makes it a lot of fun because you can just, you know, tell it what to do. Do you know what Beach Tycoon reminded me of? And now if anybody who wants to try it, just Oregon say Trail. Alexa, enable Beach Tycoon. Oregon Trail? No. Theme Park. Yeah, dude. Have you guys ever played Theme Park? I have not played Theme Park, but Oregon Trail a lot. Okay. Well, I'm bringing it up. I got to bring it up and I got to show you. So Theme Park was a game that was released on three systems. The PlayStation, the 3DO. I ROMs. Oh. Inside that bin. But the cool... Are you there, AJ? So the cool thing about this game, and let me bring up my screen. I'm going to add the screen to the feed. Cool thing about it is, is that Theme Park is essentially a Sims, but you're actually, you're building a theme park, right? And this is what it kind of reminded me of. But one of the things that I, one of the, one of the suggestions that I have to the developer would be to create a quick APL screen where you could bounce back. You're like, hey, I want to go see Luigi at the uh, the, the shaved ice thing. I want to go build I, a couple chairs. And to where you want to bounce not, back and forth. Yeah, and it's not voice only. It's still voice first, 
but it's not voice only. And I think that's where he could shine. And I mean, like, as you start making all these, like, like your beach comes to life and it starts to look like something like this, which is kind of cool because if you have that device, you're like, if you have a device with a screen, you're like, Oh man, I get it. Like I'm starting to see the framework of what this guy, what this guy's doing. So for me, that was really my only suggestion for it was, Hey, um, build some sort of APL interface that will allow you to check on your, check on your beach will allow you to, go visit all these different places and then that way people don't have to say it i mean i know that it's right. it's voice first but it's not only voice yeah so. that was that was the one kind of like little wonky thing that i think really could have added a lot like really an amazing touch to it but again you know just starting out just getting this thing up and running i get it um mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that would be like kind of a gen 2 or something or v2 or something like that where you could actually kind of visually see where things are at and and be able to go to them in, in a little bit more easy of a manner um so yeah yeah and for me it was kind of like like i like i don't know in theme park it was so cool because you actually had to like like negotiate deals with like unions and it was like a dark screen and these two hands would like come together like this and you had to like hit the buttons and once you did that it was like and then you made the deal like you made the the business deal i i I shit you not it was pretty cool um aj are you there I mean, he looks like screenshot that guys. Let's get some screenshots of AJ. Let's voice spark it up. Hashtag voice spark. Let's do it. Missing AJ. He must have some bad cell or bad reception. Out yeah, there it's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Um, so Nick, let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. In your soup, uh, in your theme park, did you recreate mm-hmm. the theme park of our childhood dreams? Kennywood in Western Pennsylvania. N- yes and no. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, essentially, yes, but you know, where Kennywood was kind of like, there's some topography things happening. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. tough. This is all built on like squares. So it was like, and I'm going to put a, you know, a hamburger stand here and a thing here. But the cool thing, yeah. But the cool thing about this game actually was you could actually ride the rides. It was like cheap FMV from the nineties that would, they would like show you like a 15 second film strip of, or video of that. AJ, you're back. You hear me? All right. Yeah. I hear you fine. Oh, good. You were with us in spirit. You were with us in spirit, but now you're with us in body. Hey, so what did, what did you think of beach tycoon? I thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting. It did remind me a little bit of like a, rats it reminded me of oregon trail if oregon trail was like spoken to you um mm-hmm. in a way yeah i thought I, one thing was i'm not understand luigi there was a because i was kind of playing it and doing something else so luigi was mm-hmm. going and then all of a sudden just instead of it being like, like something i could understand it just became a whole bunch of syllables mm-hmm. and then yeah and so i was like oh we should put process slow down like slower slow him down a ton, carmen up but but other than that i thought it was great so i i got food chair uh i got i bought an ice cream maker and went while i was testing yeah and i think i think you bring up a good i think you bring up a good point um uh 
as far as the SSML voices that were used, some of them can be very pretty, you know, pretty hard to understand. Like, just like I told you guys before, I swear that Australian voice, the Australian guy's voice that sounds like Russell Crowe is missing every other word. And I know he's probably not, but it just sounds like that's where you're kind of like, what? Yeah. And, you know, Luigi, I mean, he could be trying to sell you an ice cream and, and, you know, and an ice cr- a soft serve machine or he could be trying to sell you you know like a stick of dynamite you know it was you know it was kind of tough so you're like yeah yeah buy it sure but i really loved how um how you could how you could do that and how you can bounce back and forth so it, it was good um have did you guys what did you guys think about the price point for uh for the uh isp Full disclosure, I did not get that far. But, yeah. and I apologize, guys, because I did not do my homework thoroughly enough. I apologize. No, no, no. Cool. I thought the I thought the ISP was, was priced fairly well. AJ, did you check out the price point of the ISP at all? $1,000, and I tried to spend it, but I didn't spend all of my cash in the game while I was playing it. Okay, cool. You hear me? Yeah, I'm talking about the in-skill purchase stuff. I just got a little bit of that, but I think you uh, you had a hard time understanding me. So essentially, there's two ISP levels. The first one was for like a cleaning robot because you got to keep your beach clean. And that was 99 cents, which I thought was good. You know, 99 yeah. cents gets you in the yeah. door. But then for three bucks, you could buy like the cleaning robot and do, get all these other stuff like the all-access pass that allows you to grow your beach a little bit quicker. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't, I, I honestly believe in my heart of hearts, if you get somebody in with a good quality skill and your ISP is marketed at a good level, you know, two to three dollars and you got like a starter one for a buck that you're going to have success. Uh, the only thing that, that really puzzles me about this skill is the fact that it only has seven reviews on the skill store and i'll go ahead i'm going to bring it up on the um on the screen here we could we can zoom in a little bit on this so this is essentially what you could do carmen owns the beach bar she goes ahead she organizes your events luigi runs the ice cream parlor he takes care of all the ice cream sales and then Frank, uh, he's the uh, the owner of the building yard. He builds chairs and stuff like that. And you have to get like parking lots and like increase yeah. your parking lot and then increase the size of of like people that can come in. Like buses can pull up and stuff. It's I, thoughtful like that. I, I really, I, I, and again, it's like you know those those. And I, I referenced like kind of this. You know, in Sims is a great great another great reference that you brought up, uh, Nick. And you know, building it over time and coming back to it and you know working it and you know working it like an actual business with your you know your bank account and it's really really fun and cool yeah it was definitely pretty robust i really um i really enjoyed it like i said if you know i i hope it gets a lot of i hope it gets a lot of play and i hope it rises to the top because totally. it's definitely uh one of those good quality skills and um you know it's uh it's a it's a good starter skill if anybody's out there and wants to get into a game where they have to check in on it like once a day i suggest uh i suggest they uh try this one check it out totally aj how you doing 
think he's having a tough go there. He is. Connectivity issue. Connectivity. Hey, can you hear me? It's typically me. It's typically Yeah, it's, yeah. Can you hear me now, AJ? You know, AJ did bring up something that was so funny, though. Whenever we were on our last uh, call, he said that we should we should get like gifts of ourselves, just like going like this. And then if one of us can't make it, like we would just play that stream over and over again. So for like for like, <laughs> like thirty minutes, yeah, thirty minutes, you know, it'd be like you know head nod. So I thought that would be I thought that was kind of funny. So, um, okay, hey AJ, are you still there? Are you having trouble? Okay, so we're right at the 17-minute mark. It's time to bring in our guest for today, which is Darren Humphrey. And Darren Darren Humphrey is the CEO of Electric Chateau, who created a product called BuzzOff. And BuzzOff comes in a case like this. And it's a pretty cool device. Very and cool essentially, packaging. very, cool, very packaging. cool packaging. I like the tin. I like the tin. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring Darren on. Darren, how's it going? Great. How are you doing? Hey, Darren. Awesome. Hey, Hello. Darren, thanks a, thanks a bunch for joining us. We really appreciate it, and we really appreciate having guests on. Um, I had a chance to check out this unit. I got to say that that I love it. And I think you guys definitely have something, something going here as far as personal privacy goes. Great. I'm glad that that's exactly why we built it. You know, we, uh, we are fans of Alexa and that's why we built this device. We wanted to have our Alexas, but have some privacy too, you know, be able to take a break. And, uh, unfortunately the controls that come with Alexa make it a little more difficult than it should be to, be able to turn them off especially if it uh, how many do you have i've got six my partner's got four my other partner's got two now yeah you know it's it's interesting i i probably have uh seven i mean i know that sounds kind of crazy but i've got like three shows and a bunch of dots and all that other stuff so i've got a lot i really do um but i you know i enjoy it but in, you know, AJ's not on the line with us, but he could tell you that looking through the documentation, it does say that the device is like constantly listening and recording over every two seconds. But from what I understand, that's not enough for some people. And I get it. It's not enough. And they need that extra comfort. They need that extra layer of uh, security and privacy. And this fills that need because it completely controls the DC current of that of that device and it shuts it down and you're not, you know, so, um, I know I'm talking a lot. Sorry about that. Sorry, Ben, uh, Darren, if you could go ahead, give us a little background on your company and and how this whole thing came to be. Sure. So, um, electric Chateau is a startup here in Orlando, Florida, and there's three of us. Um, we're all come from tech backgrounds and have had a long 20 plus year tech careers before this. Uh, I was fortunate about two years ago to sell uh, a company that I was the longtime co-founder of and Mm -hmm. sort of retire and travel the world a little bit. And, uh, but being a tech guy, I 
and the same is true of my other two partners, we always want to build things. That's what we like to do. So even though I can take time off and, and travel before COVID, there's always this desire to do something. And we just, uh, it started out, we just thought IOT tech was just so cool that you could buy a little, you know, show you the inside of a buzz off here. One of our earlier prototypes, a lot of wires there. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we're talking a computer this big. And I started back with an Apple II computer in the early 80s. And here we have 20 times the computing power of my first computer in a little postage stamp that cost a couple dollars, you know? So we thought that was so cool. And along the way, uh, Adam Bellis, who's one of my two co-founders, was doing a lot of things with Alexa at home. And Mm -hmm. we thought, well, let's try and take this IoT technology, let's hook it up so we can control something with Alexa, you know? And just the process of thinking about that and how it all worked, we realized, you know, this thing's listening all the time and there really should be some sort of safeguard in there. And it didn't seem like Amazon had anything other than the mute button, which is fine. But if, like I was saying, if you've got six of them or eight of them, you're gonna run around and press six mute buttons. And then when you want them to work again, run around again and press them all again, or um, (laughs) unplug them and replug them all the time. It just seemed, you know, inconvenient. And that's the whole Mm -hmm. point of having Alexa, right, is convenience. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we built our device. So it's an IoT controlled control for Alexa. You just say, Alexa, go away. And it cuts the power. Mm -hmm. And then later on, it turns back on automatically. The other thing is, is I think it's great, is uh, you have that third party kind of watchdog almost. Whereas like you, Mm -hmm. you mentioned the mute button, whether to trust the mute button or 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 even uh, have that uh, as as the uh, deciding factor to be able to turn off and on, you're like that third party watchdog in in this thing that which really really is kind of a a lot of people uh, probably would gravitate to. I know when uh, Nick and I were throwing out the chat before, man, the dis- the the the. Um, conspiracy theories and all the other stuff that kind of came out of like, is, is Alexa listening to you? Uh, and I'm sure you've heard all these things as well. Um, you know, to be able to have, have your product on the, on the market, to be able to, uh, you know, cap that and, and then turn her off, I think is a really great thing. Yeah. And there's the, you know, there's the intent for privacy from Amazon, but sometimes they make mistakes. There's yeah. been a lot of documented oopses where they like, Oh yeah, actually, we were recording you all the time for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> we we sent everything you were saying to your neighbor. You know, there's a couple stories like that out there. Uh, you know, in fact, uh, one of the things we've done on our website, we put a blog post up called "Alexa in the News," mm-hmm. and uh, anytime there's a story like this, we collect that article. So if you want to go and read through a whole bunch of some of them are funny, like somebody's parrot ordering strawberries all the way up to some pretty shady sounding stuff. So there you go. Yep. And I mean, you can see just how many articles there are in the last 12 months or so. Yeah, there's a ton of them. And, you know, the one of the things that I liked about your product was the fact that it is, uh, you can actually use it for other devices as well. It's not necessarily like, okay, you bought it for your dot, 
use it primarily for your dot. You guys are kind of saying, well, you know, we're going to, we're going to explore. We're going to go ahead. We're going to design stuff for the display devices. We're going to make this an entire uh, sub ecosystem of personal privacy. And me personally, I think if you can do something to bring people into the fold of voice first, then why not? And that's what this is going to do. Yeah, that, that was actually very important to us. Um, you know, I've got one of the buzz offs here and you can see I've got a couple little, they're just adapters, you know, they're different size. See if I can put them where you can see them. Yep. yep. Different size connectors because of, with the, the three different size power supplies that Amazon has right now, they have different physical size plugs. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to build a product that would work with any of them. So we've we've sourced these adapters or even having some custom adapters made right now in China to fit the bigger 30 watt power supply models. And so the goal is any of the devices that use a DC barrel connector will work with this one device. Um, if you've got a earlier dot or an input, we have another one that's micro USB. So that one is a separate device. Uh, but our plan is to keep going forward as they uh, release new models and uh, basically get new adapters made. And even even going beyond Alexa, we've been looking at the Google products and mm-hmm. uh, some of them work off the shelf with the adapters we have. A, a couple of them are going to have to make another new adapter. Totally. Uh, but we're, we're the kind of guys, we don't like to buy something and then you have to throw it away because the manufacturer changed some little thing like the size of the plug that should be, you know, insignificant and easy to change. So that's kind of part of our business model too. Yeah, that's so, really thoughtful. You know, yeah. You know, so the crazy thing is, is uh, how, how I actually met Darren. So, you know, I, I guess I do a little bit of blog, a little bit of blogging. I guess you'd call that sort of like I put a bunch of stuff out on social media and see if anybody catches it. And um, one of the things I put out was this Alexa gate that was this device that actually sat on and it blew sound uh, like ultrasonic sound into the into the device whenever you activated it. And I mean, that's a cool idea and all. I mean, you know, no doubt. But it's ninety nine dollars. And I seen Darren and Darren's like. Hey man, mine's only 40 and I'm like I'm like okay, cool. Let's check this out. So, um I got in touch with him and I'm like, "Hey, why don't you come on to the show, man? We'll talk about it." And then um you you also told me about the Kickstarter. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, this is the perfect timing. We launched our Kickstarter on Tuesday. So, on the 1st and it's running through October 1st. Nice. Nice. And uh you know, we've got a lot of early adopter backers out there. Um, so, you know, early bird specials, I should say. So uh, if, if you get it now, you can get it for 25 bucks with shipping. And you just tell us at the end of the campaign if you want the DC version or the USB version. Uh, it's going to retail for 40 and But we've got a lot of awards in there, or rewards, I should say, that are well below the $40 price point. So people get in early. Uh, before all those early bird specials are gone, you can get a good deal on it. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, me and Ben were actually talking about the tin. I know you had spoke a little bit about, you know, the packaging and stuff and how you guys were thinking about changing that or, or maybe you changed it. I got to be honest with you, Darren. I love the tin. I, I love it. 
Uh, that's, that's actually, you got one of the few samples. Uh, you're one of five people on the planet. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> the electric chateau tins. Collector's item. Yeah. Yep. We just ordered these. I just sent the deposit. Uh, so these will be coming in. Uh, we're, we're ordering them now, so we'll make sure we have them in plenty of time for fulfilling when people get them. Um, nice. Yeah, it, it's weird. We looked at getting like a fancy box, and we thought, you know, people are just going to throw that away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They might save it in case some people like to save the box for when they sell the item. Some people do that. But most people are just going to throw it right in the garbage. Um, and my wife is a big tea collector. and I've got a house full of tea tins. And so we thought, what's better than something you can reuse and, you know, keep around for several years instead of just throwing it away? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Has that lasting. And you know what? That brand is omnipresent. So great job <laughs> keeping it around. And, and I got to I got to be honest with you, Darren. Uh, I'm not too big of a tea drinker, but I do live in Michigan and I am retiring from the Coast Guard soon. So I might put something in this, but it might not be tea. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I'm just joking. All right. So, hey, AJ, hey, are you there? I can hear you. Am I delayed? Does my mouth match my finger? Of course not. But go ahead, brother. Ask away with Darren. Oh, yeah. I, I was curious if the uh, device, the AWS IoT, is connected to, is the device, uh, does the device register to Alexa as a smart home device? Um, it is registered to Alexa as a device right now it's currently not using the smart home skill and and the only reason for that is when we created the skill originally you know you had to pick your fight are you a smart home skill or a custom skill right and, and now you can be multiple ones um so oh, what nice. we're working on is making a, a skill that's a custom skill and a smart home skill so it will show up in your list so you can do things like schedule it using alexa and turn it on and off using Alexa instead of using our app. So absolutely, it's going to be. Uh, it's all powered using AWS under the hood. Wow. Nice. That's, that's great. That's awesome. I just love the idea of being able to set up a schedule and a routine with this thing. The iOS app for this is pretty smooth, by the way. I like it. It's, it, it's simplistic, but, it, you know, it gets the job done. Out of curiosity, Darren, what did you develop the uh, front end app in? Uh, so the app is built using Flutter. Okay. Mm. So we're able to build iOS and Android simultaneously, um, which is great because our first product we tried to build, we did a native app for iOS, and we thought, you know, we'll get to the Android app, and we just yeah. we never got to it. Yeah. Now yeah. we build one app, and it gets released within a day or two on both platforms. So it's really yeah, it's great. Yeah, we're we're on React, so it's it's you know I I, I get where you're going with that, and uh, it it makes totally makes sense to do that. Just yeah, it's been great. And I am actually bringing up the product on the skill store right now. So um, this is Buzz Off. This is what it looks like. This is how it sits on an actual Echo Show third generation. This is the one that that I got that Darren uh, was so graciously bestowed upon me. I was so excited to get it, tried it out, loved it. And um, it's perfect. Green means go. If it's green, 
say whatever you want. You can say all the top secret uh, things that you want. If it's red, that means she's listening. And here's what here's what I love about this. I love the fact that it's Alexa go away. <laughs> like that. Now, uh, did you get any kickback from the development community? Like, were they like, hey, man, like, what's going on here? No, we haven't really heard anything like that. Okay, cool. Because I'm, I'm always, it's always a mixed bag whenever you certify a skill. Like you may get somebody who's like, okay, yeah, this works. And then, but on the other hand, you may get something to where somebody's like, well, this violates our blah, 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 blah policy. You know, it's always, you, you never really know what you're going to get. And um, for me, I was just, I was just wondering if you guys had any trouble actually getting this certified. No, actually, we ended up going with Alexa Go Away because originally we were going to use the product name. We are going to say Alexa Buzz Off. Mm. Uh, what we ran into is the word buzz sounds a lot like the word Bose. Mm. Oh. So if you had a Bose skill of any sort installed, it would say I, you don't have any Bose headphones or something like that. So mm -hmm. we had to kind of change gears when that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're, we're hoping to do, which we're something else we kind of we prototyped early on and um, we took out of the app before the Kickstarter is we were working on you being able to voice command the duration. So you say, Alexa, go away Ooh. for an hour instead of just Alexa, go away. Um, we were having some trouble with that. And we think the new conversation features that came out last month are going to be really good for adding that into the skill. So that's another thing we're working on is bringing that back in and making it hopefully better than it would have been with the previous skill set that was out there. That's awesome. Really cool. That's awesome. Especially with conversations. Do you think you'll have it done in time for the uh, contest? Did you guys enter the, uh, the conversations contest? It's funny. One of my partners was bugging me about that today, and uh, he's, <laughs> he's looking at it. He's probably listening on the phone right now, laughing. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, hey, if you guys can get it done, get it done. So I know you're in the U.S. Are you guys like, let's say, somebody from Canada orders one? Are you able to do that, or is that is that something that's a no go just yet? Uh, for the Kickstarter, we set it up for USO. U.S. only, so you would not be able to back the Kickstarter and have it okay. be delivered to Canada. Uh, some of that was just for complexity and in fulfillment, uh, but we just also haven't looked into the the regulation side of that. And you know, Canada can be a lot more strict about its rules for especially like a Wi-Fi enabled device. Oh, most definitely, most yeah. definitely. They've got a lot of uh, restrictions going on up there as far as that kind of stuff. I know that for the longest time, Canada had a problem actually getting like a kid's section of the of the skill store uh, ready to go because there was a lot of uh, hoops that they had to jump through, uh, re government regulations that they had to meet in order to obtain that. So, yeah, that that's pretty interesting. AJ, you got anything? Yeah, actually, I was curious uh, if you've uh, – uh, added um, the answer to the can fulfill request intent for Alexa. Can you turn yourself off? We have not tried that yet. Ooh, I like it. Because I asked her one time, Alexa, how do you clean your screen? She didn't know what I was talking about. I asked her, <laughs> what is the USB port on? What is your USB port for? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. 
<laughs> so that, so actually using the can fulfill request intents are, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like it's a sh you should do it. It's a good mm -hmm. idea, but I was just kind of curious about how um, who uses it. So that could be great if you could fill that up and say, uh, Alexa, can you turn yourself off? Sure, I've got a skill for that. That's a great suggestion. We've not tried that yet. That's awesome. And that's why we're here <laughs> to help the voice first community grow. Um, so anyhow, uh, the, the actual skill has three reviews. Oh, Hey, look at this good looking sailor. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I went ahead and I left a review. I encourage everybody to give this thing a shot. Uh, if you do own one, I highly suggest you come over here cause you're going to have to enable the skill anyhow to get it to work. Uh, do yourself a favor and leave them a five star review. It's really worth it. Um, Darren, if you don't mind, I'm going to bring up your link LinkedIn profile just in case people want to get a hold of you. Sure. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Here he is right here. And um, if you want to reach out to him, if you get any questions, comments, or concerns about the actual product. And again, the product can be found at Electric Chateau. And this is the uh, Kickstarter page. And currently you're at fifteen hundred bucks, kind of quasi-ly, with a twelve thousand dollar goal. And I think you guys are going to hit that because the second people find out mm -hmm. what you guys are about and what you're providing, they are going to now be able to buy that Echo Dot third generation for their crazy uncle who wears the tinfoil hat, and that is me. FYI. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick was the marketing. Oh my God, Darren, that I watched one of your, uh, commercials on your YouTube channel and it, it, with the, with the husband and wife and with yeah. the guy with the long hair. Oh my God. That was hilarious. Oh, thank you so much. So I mean, uh, we're, we're lucky. Um, me and one of my other partners, Adam, are, we're longtime friends who did improv comedy together. Okay. And, um, we've got a big community of actors and writers who we're friends with who helped us out with that. And I should point out the third partner, Doug Classy, uh, his passion is audio engineering. He's an electrical engineer and builds his own guitar pedals and repairs guitar amplifiers and that sort of stuff. So he did all the, the audio work on the film as well. So we got the whole team there nice. being able to do that all. And so it's been really good, really fun to, to do that commercial. Darren, did you do any improv here in uh, New York City? Uh, I have not, no. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know if Adam has. Just seeing if you were a UBC or, uh, or uh, a pit guy, so. <laughs> I have a few friends who uh, moved up there and UCB. 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 Yeah. Cool. I used to go to uh, UCB on Franklin every Friday night and when I lived in Hollywood. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. They're a blast. They're a blast. I have no idea what you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> oh, it's like owned by Amy Poehler and the, oh God, she used to be the host of uh, Weekend Update on SNL. Yeah. Oh, right. Upright okay. Citizen Brigade is UCB. And then uh, there was a, a break off from that, the uh, pit, the People's Improv. I was thinking, oh, Pitt, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, good I, college. I Pitt, so yeah. you know, uh, cathedral learning, yeah, let's go hang out. That's what I was. I, guys, too much I, I was curious. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know. Did you guys get a chance to talk about Darren's background? 
Uh, well, my <laughs> I was rebooting. Uh, a little bit, um, but what's your question? Go ahead. Well, I was curious if you had an artistic background or a technical background, and uh, how did you get involved with voice? Did you already go over that? Not really too much. Um, before this company, for for 25 years, I was the co-founder of a company here in Orlando called the Disti Corporation. That's D-I-S-T-I. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're an aerospace and defense contractor. And their primary work is in simulation and training. And so um, I was the CTO of that company for that time. And I developed there. Uh, we took, we're basically the first company to take OpenGL, the hardware accelerated 3D, and use it to create instrument panels. So we started doing that for the flight simulator business to simulate what's in the cockpit when they build simulators. And um, that kind of morphed into a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, we we are the technology that's in Jaguar Land Rover cars in the, in the dashboards. We're in some Hyundais and some Volvos. And we also fly, um, we did the cockpit display graphics for the Virgin Galactic spacecraft. And uh, it's, used in, it's used all over the place. It's a very eclectic and wide ranging mix of places that the technology went. Um, wow, that's amazing. Amazing. That's really cool. Wow. And so I was able to, after, you know, after 25 years of that, I, I had got to the point where I didn't want to look at a user interface anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we sold the company a private equity deal and then I turned into this. That's amazing. I just, I just love how, you know, it's so interesting. You get certain people um, who are into the voice world and the backgrounds are so different, right? Uh, they could have been a, you know, I don't want to say like, Oh, they could have been a doctor in a past life, but you know, they're, their other job was this, and then they morphed that into voice, you know, and, mm -hmm. and like even myself, my job deals a little bit with communication, uh, deals a lot with communication with being in the Coast Guard, but it's, it's just amazing how everybody sort of like has their own sort of different origin story. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool, Darren. That's really awesome. Yeah, thanks. So, okay, so we're approaching about 42 minutes here. Darren, do you have anything else that you'd like to add? Uh, I, I would be remiss to not plug the Kickstarter one more time. So, um, and we, and we, got a, we got it right here on the, uh, on the screen for everybody who's watching. And uh, to answer the question earlier, our contest is running for 10 days. So 9.14 is when it ends. Nice. And we're giving away... The buzz off with the t-shirt do you got a t-shirt what does it look like we don't yet our uh, graphic artist is working on that we haven't got a design for it yet okay so cool surprise uh and then follow us on twitter uh chateau electric is our twitter handle awesome yeah uh i follow them as well they've got a lot of good stuff out there they've got a lot of good stuff on their youtube channel like I said, a lot of good tutorials and also some funny stuff on there. So if you if you need a quick laugh, uh, go ahead over and check out some of their commercials because because uh, it'll do it for you. Yeah, and if you want to actually see the product in action, you can go there and we've got a whole bunch of videos. We step you through installing the skill and uh, plugging it in, and so you can actually see it working. 
That's awesome. Well, hey, Darren, thanks a bunch for joining us tonight. Um, I hope this helps out your Kickstarter campaign, and I hope you guys smash your goal of 12000 And well, Thank um, you so much for having us. Yeah, no problem. And uh, if there's anything we could do to to improve on your success, we're more, we'll be more than happy to help you out. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks a bunch, Darren. You have a good night. You Thanks, Darren. Take it easy. All right. So we are back. Just the three amigos. Uh, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's got some legs. I really do too. I mean, so many people I talk to are always concerned about privacy with, with uh, their echo device. And yep. I mean, man, it, it, this is so cool. This yeah, is the way, way to be able to, 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 to have that sense of security. Yep. Yeah. I think, um, and, and the price points, right too. I mean, totally. I don't know what that company was thinking who brought that, who brought that out and um that alexa gate and charge 99 to protect a 30 sometimes a 29 piece of hardware like that's they probably did a short order and they probably you know paid a ton per unit and that that that's probably why the price point is so high i'm, I'm just thinking as someone that has done orders overseas that might be what it is um and their margins are probably pretty tight for that reason yeah, that sucks because I'll tell you right now, uh, you know, it brings me back to, you know, um, kind of what Henry Ford uh, used to say. He used to, he was big on making sure that those who created the product could buy the product. And I think that you're kind of like pricing your own people out of the mix with a device that's $99. And and Darren is actually capitalizing on that by saying, hey, listen, you sign up for Kickstarter, you're going to get it for 25 bucks. Uh, I'm going right. to try to, yeah, I'm going to try to get another another couple. And I, I talked to him about some of the things they had in the pipeline. And uh, one of them was expanding this to display devices to where that, you know, you put, it, it was a stand, you know how you could buy like the rotating stands for the Echo Dots, the Echo Shows? You would buy this, put it on there, and it would rotate just the same, but it would also be that that thing. So for me, um, I think he's I think they I think the company's got a great head on their shoulders. I think they're totally. gonna do good things. Definitely. AJ, what were your thoughts? Oh, I thought it was very innovative and I was surprised that uh, he mentioned doing stand up com or uh, uh, improv improv comedy. But then it kind of made sense. He's like, you know, if you got a really stressful job, but you're really, really sharp, you know, that does make sense. You go and you, you have another outlet. We are getting up in front of strangers and doing random stuff that people in the audience are throwing out there. Um, so that is very cool. I was surprised by that, and I, and I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was I also pretty cool agree too. that the ability, that when you take the power out of something, see, I used to work at a radio station. And mm -hmm. all of the, there was a long hallway with studios. And so I was about 16 years old, whatever. I mean, you know, you, we would lock the door, we'd close the, cur close the curtains, but then everybody, whenever they'd want to have a private conversation, they'd yank the mic out, take the XLR cable out of the mic. Cause that's the only way you can be sure yeah. that the manager didn't patch in, <laughs> eavesdropping <laughs> on you. So I'll that tell you one thing about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's usually what those conversations were about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really like that idea of just setting it at ease, setting a person's mind at ease once and for all, you know, it's an estate 
that you just do not have to think about it. And I think totally. that's really smart. And I totally agree with your point about the making it affordable. I did not know that Henry Ford said that. That uh, essentially you're saying that if there's somebody that's paid to design a product, make sure that the that person could buy that product they designed. Like, yep. Very good. Very good. Very cool. Yeah. You know what else he used to do too? Uh, my grandfather told me this. He said that he used to have crates and he would have the crates with like certain holes at certain dimensions like drilled into them and they would reuse that stuff on certain models and in in the warehouses and stuff like that now so that in order to cut down on cost and to actually save like raw material and i thought that was pretty wild crates with holes in them yeah like different like if they had like stuff shipped they would have like you know, dimensional holes in them just right to where that they could reuse the actual crate that the, that the material was coming in. Mm-hmm. It was like, he was a very, my grandfather said he was like just a very efficient person. Like he always thought like, yep, this is how we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do. And I found that to be kind of, kind of interesting. Um, cool. My movie theaters are opening back up in Michigan. And I think this SOB is going to go see Tenet. Yes. Oh man, yeah, I can't wait to see that. That looks yeah, so great. It's unbelievable, man. I just want to give a quick nod to Christopher Nolan for not putting that on digital only. Uh, like for me, I was like, okay, cool. And once I found out that like it was meant to be seen in a movie theater, I'm on it. I can't wait. I'm gonna go see it. Unfortunately, it might be a little while before we get to see it. The only uh, yeah. theaters we've been able to enjoy, which have been very delightful, are drive-in theaters and around the New York metro area. Ooh. Few, but very cool and a very nice throwback. They're popping back up. They're coming back. I got to say, if you're it's all circular, if, circular, if you're in the area, uh, Skyline Drive drive-in uh, is absolutely delightful. The your backdrop is the New York City skyline. It is absolutely great. It's right on the water. Um, it's beautiful. And then, right as Ben says that, you hear. They do not sponsor or endorse this this podcast at all. Blah 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 blah. There's like they're a- missing out. Did you see our <laughs> uh, our share price today? Come on. Yeah, nine ninety nine. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, this is it for Voice Spark Live uh, this week. As always, please go over to our YouTube channel. Give us a subscription. I know we're out here pandering for subs, but you know it's my goal to hit a thousand by the time I retire. So. I'm asking you nicely. And when are you um, retiring again? June first. That- okay. Two hundred and seventy yeah. days. It's not like Count when you're sixty five. No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel sixty five. Yeah, like the rest of us. Yeah. I feel I just want to hit a thousand by the time I turn sixty five. <laughs> but um but as always, go ahead over to our YouTube channel, check us out. Uh follow us on Twitch. We just broadcast on Twitch today. Right. Uh we went ahead and upgraded our package for StreamYard and we're broadcasting on seven different streams so if you're if you're out there you can find us follow us like us subscribe and next week our show will be on wednesday where we will have another guest talking about his service that he's providing job boards or voice first jobs and we're looking forward to that as well so next next wednesday 9 p.m god bless america Good night. Good night.